Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! I was going to try and find like any means possible not to come out here and yell into this camera. I was going to just try and find, just don't yell. Just don't scream. Don't freak the fuck out. You know, they're sticking to the plan, whatever. They'll be, they'll be a playoff team next year. Why not? Literally a guy who's been on the trade block for over a year, for over a calendar year. The, the, the demand was so high. Multiple first-round picks, multiple prospects. They wanted the fucking world. They wanted the world. Like, the the ask was so insurmountable, you just couldn't meet it. There's just no way. If that was the reality of this situation, I wouldn't be yelling right now because I could understand that. But a first, a conditional second, and a second? Are you kidding me? That's what it took to get Jacob Chikrin? That's all it took? And you let him go to Ottawa? Like you can't, you can't even, you can't even convince me now that Kevin Adams isn't on a leash right now. You cannot convince me. No way. Because you're not going to sit there and spew the bullshit to the news that you've said, oh, we're willing to make deals if it makes sense. A hockey trade. We're not in for rentals. He is signed for two more seasons at, what is it, four and a half? Is it three and a half or four and a half? Well, I don't know. It doesn't even fucking matter what the amount of cap face we have. That is a hockey trade. And you could have just got it or a first, a conditional second, and another second, and that's all it would have taken? That's it? What are you doing? You are, I am telling you right now, I said it on last night's all game. I am convinced this team is for sale. To some certain extent, this team is for sale. When it's a minority thing, because you cannot convince me that you couldn't beat the shit out of that package that Ottawa gave that. There's just, you just cannot convince me of that. You can't. And unless he's got something else up his sleeve between now and was it, 3 p.m. on Friday, to bring in a guy who made sense for your plan, which Jacob Trucker would have made sense for your plan. He signed for two more years at a very team-friendly cost and would fix that gaping hole in your 
second defensive pairing with Owen Power that you can't seem to figure out. He would have fixed all of that. And you let him go to Ottawa. Like, are you... It's either you're asleep at the wheel or you're just being told no. That's the old... Like, that's the old... You can't tell me there's no interest in Jacob Chikrin. We've been hearing nothing but you guys have been checking in on Jacob Chikrin. If you've been checking in on Jacob Chikrin, then how come you just got bamboozled by Ottawa? Oh, my God. Like, this team is finally fun to watch again. You have an injury to Dahlin where he's out at least another game, possibly two more, in a playoff race. You have an injury to Alex Tuck, a guy who has been a nine, on pace for over 90 points this season. Career year, part of the best line and possibly of all of hockey. You need to make this move if you really want to take, put your money where your mouth is. and If, if you really care about winning and care about, like, everything you said. Everything you said in that interview with Pierre Lebrun about making a trade that makes sense for the organization. How did that not make sense for the organization? Tell me how that didn't make sense for the organization. You're full of shit. Unless you're doing something right now. Being happening right now, I don't even fucking know. Don't worry. We traded Eric Portillo's signing rights to LA for a third. Cool. That's fantastic. That's the big splash for day from Kevin Adams. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's the splash. Immediately after the chicken announcement. What, did you get nervous that you're going to get nailed to the cross? So you just called up LA. Hey, you want port? Like, oh, man. Oh, man. I haven't yelled like this in a long time because of this team. I haven't. I, I, they've given me no reason to get this upset and this worked up all year. You said if it made sense. If the deal makes sense and it's a hockey trade for a player with term, we're in the market. You could have beaten that easily. Very easily. They're not even, they're not even getting warm bodies back. It's just picks. You have three second-round picks. Three of them. No worry. We got nine picks in the draft this year, though. We got nine. Because we need more picks, right? We got to just keep stockpiling picks. Fuck picks, man. Like, give the... You have the fans back. You have us back. Do we got to chant, we want Chikrin from the stands? The same way New Jersey fans chanted, we want Timu? Is that what you want from us? Like, you cannot convince me that there's any way that he is, he has free reign to make the moves he wants to make. Either you covet these picks so much that you're just terrified to trade one of them because you're so scared that one of these picks that you're going to trade is going to turn into a player or one of the players that you're going to trade is going to turn into a superstar. Or you could have literally traded for a guy who could help you make the playoffs this year and you still have him for two more years at four and a half million a year. A legitimate top four guy. I'm convinced that. I'm convinced. I'm convinced this team in some way, shape, or form is for sale. Because you can't convince me that you're not will if you're taking if you're really serious about culture, all the great buzzwords, culture, uh 
you know, vibes, all of those stupid buzzwords we've heard all year about this team. You can't convince me that you value Clay, Bryson, and fucking Riley Stillman over a guy like Jacob Chickard who slots in immediately for you. He could even fill your top role while Dalene's out for the time being. And you could have had him for a first, a second, a second? Is this real life? Like, holy shit, man. Like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> like, I just read a tweet. Not trying to tell you not to be mad, but sometimes you just get beat and offer by one particular piece you can't match. What's the piece? What was the piece here? It's a first you have that. You have three second round picks. You have four players that you've taken in the first round in the past two drafts. You can't, you're just terrified to part with one of those guys. You're in love with those guys that much over a guy who's a bona fide top four defenseman in Jacob Chikrin. Yeah, like. Like literally a minute before that trade was announced and that, that bombshell was dropped. I was texting with Arno O'Cal from ESPN. He owes uh, the drop with Greg Wyshynski. And uh, he's a really cool guy. He's texting him. He's like, hey, we'd love to have you on two goalies, one mic this week. Uh, talk about trades. And I literally asked him, literally asked him, where do you think Chikrin is going? And he said, honestly, he's, I don't think he gets dealt. I think it happens in the offseason. You know, uh, maybe Ottawa feels backed into a corner here. Or not, sorry, Arizona feels backed into a corner here. And they want to maximize the value or, you know, I said, I was getting ready to say, I hope, I hope, I think maybe Detroit might be in the mix with that trade they just made, uh, you know, gaining, gaining those assets. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Like I was worried because I, I felt the market was thinning. And if, if there were ever we were in a position to go trade for Jacob Chicker and it's now. And if anything, it's proof, it, it proves that the, that market was thin. That wasn't what Arizona wanted. That's not what they've been demanding. Like that in, ter in terms of what they wanted and what they got, that's a terrible return. Terrible return. Like, holy shit. Like, Sabres fans have every right to be pissed off right now at this. They have every fucking right. Every fucking right. We have one of the, the pipeline of prospects has never been this like plentiful in the last decade. But you trade Josh. Bloom for Riley Stillman? You cannot convince me. You cannot convince me that if you don't make that trade for Riley Stillman and you you go to Ottawa today and you offer them a first, a second, and, and Josh Bloom, or a conditional second, sure, whatever. Conditional second and Josh Bloom, and they say no, there's no way they say no. There's no way, because that's a better deal to me a point-per-game player in the OHL, an absolute defense, very defensively sound prospect, a guy who's phenomenal in the penalty kill, a guy who honestly has blue-chip value to be a bottom-six guy in the league, in my opinion, in the in the very near future, with the next two years. um, A conditional second and a first? That's all it could have taken to get Jacob Chikrin? And you said no? And you said nah? I'm telling you, you're getting ready to lose this fan base again. 
you are gonna lose this fan base again real quick if you play play it like this. If yeah, I'm telling you, like like <laughs> I'm convinced, dude. Like a minority stake in this team is for sale, and they're being told not to spend because nothing may unless you're just spending on your own, which is what they've been doing, and he's done a bang up job on that. There's no way he's been given the green light to spend money in trades or free agents. Like, there's just no way. There's no way. That tells me with everything that's going on surrounding PSC, around the Pugulas, there's no way you can convince me that this team is not in some way, shape, or form for sale after that. There's just no way. There's no way. I'm convinced. At this point, I'm convinced that you don't want to pay $4.5 million of the guy's salary or like because you're – I don't <laughs> – you bring in that Roth guy from Fidelity Investments to help uh to help be this to be the CEO, a guy with zero experience in hockey. Yeah, but I'm supposed to believe that that, that he has the green light to be to make whatever moves he feels are necessary. <laughs> Man, you could have been better now and still stick to the plan and made this trade. You could have made this trade, still been better now. Been better now for this season for a playoff uh, for a playoff picture, uh, playoff race, and you still could have stuck to the plan here, Kevin. And you and you fucking kill, you fucking dropped the ball, man. You dropped the ball so hard. There's no way you can tell me that you couldn't struck in that deal and made it a little bit better. There's no way. There's nothing about that deal that was too much for us. There was nothing about that deal that was too much for Buffalo. You always knew it was going to cost you at least a first and a second and a player. At the very least, a first, a second, and a player. That, that That's like bare minimum. Bare minimum. Here, I'm fucking spouting Sabres conspiracy theories. Sabres hockey is back, y'all. It's back. <laughs> like, come on. Like, how could you have that much faith in what you have? When you've seen how badly you are defensively this year, that you are the third highest scoring team in the league, yet you're out of a playoff picture right now. That just shows how bad defensively and goaltending has been for you. Like, I'm sorry, not just a goaltender is going to fix this. You need a legitimate top four defenseman. A guy who can play with power. And you had an opportunity here for that. I'm just going to go to the comments here because I, I'm just done yelling. I'm done yelling. Here we go. Uh, not even going to try your screen name. Sorry, man. Uh, it, it's Ryan's, Ryan T. We weren't willing to give up a couple draft picks for this guy. Like, are you fucking serious, serious questions about the GM? I am starting to hate this team. I think complacency is taking fold. Preach and preach. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, Chris. Uh, yell. I mean, I speak for me. Buffalo stay fucking <laughs> what the fuck is the Sabres even doing? I am still pissed the Leafs getting big trades. Meanwhile, the Sabres have nothing. I wouldn't say we have nothing, but we could have added a huge piece to the future and the now of this fucking hockey team. And you said no. For four and a half million a year, that's what it costs for Jacob Chikrin. Oh my god, just ripping through here. We all are going to start a Miller chat. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I have never seen a hockey team that cheap on getting a top player. Right? 
Go, Sens, go. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks. Yeah, two wheels down. Love it. Sens fan here, I understand your frustration completely. Thank you, Ben Franklin. Thank you. Because it's just like, like, we couldn't kill that that package. There are players on this roster now that you could have added to that package. I mean, I wouldn't say take your pick of the players that we have in the system, but for fuck's sakes, for, for fuck's sakes, you could have tra- you could have traded them to the rights to Portillo. Like, what is it going to take, man? What the hell is it going to take? Like, holy shit. Instead of trading Josh Bloom for Riley Stillman straight up, you could have made that deal, packaged him with this deal. What the fuck are you doing, Kevin? Oh, I'm sorry for just dropping all the F-bobs, man. I, I, I genuinely didn't mean to come in here and just say F this, F that. But I'm just so angry. Like, I, I listen, I, as much as it sounds like I am, I've never been a guy who's been pounding the pavement saying, we need Jacob Chikrin, we need Jacob Chikrin. I always understood that the asking price was extremely high. But to hear that that's the return for Jacob Chikrin, and you've been hearing this week that they've been calling in on him, checking in to see what the cost is, and then you who have more ability than Ottawa to make this deal happen and still be good for the future and still develop, and you said no? And you could have had that guy for four and a half million a year for the next two seasons after this. Make it make sense, Kevin. Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me at all. At all. I mean, I sure as shit hope they found something else, Ben. I really do. Maybe they found something else from Ben Franklin. I I, I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope I'm just over overreacting, just blowing a gasket here for nothing. I hope 10 minutes after I get off this live stream, we find out that they went and got Fabro or somebody else. You know what I mean? I'm not even like talking about a goaltender, even though they could use a goaltender. I mean, you need a defenseman. You need another forward. Kevin Adams has two days to decide if I renew my season ticket so far. Not being on Chicken has, has to be watching games from my couch saving me a few thousand dollars next year. Something else. Um, <clears throat> thank you. Appreciate, appreciate. I'm, I'm <laughs> are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? And why Ottawa? We may not make the playoffs, but I am pretty sure Ottawa will not either. And they gave up three high picks that I don't, re- don't think they have much. They might, they went much of now. Did you consider they have another deal going? I mean, yeah, Ben, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I, if you're not in on Jacob Chickard for that value that they that they just got for him, I mean, I, I don't I just don't see you in, in any other other substantial move if you're not in it for that guy. Like if you're not in it, actually Jacob Chickard has ties to Buffalo. He uh so I think he would want to play here. So sorry about that. Um it's about time to hold ownership and management a cow where reality bites. I told you so many months ago, Sabres organization is for sale, incompetence, meddling, deliberate. Uh, go, sons, go. I'm changing team Sabres. <laughs> Sabres are a lost cause. Maybe Kevin knows Ryan Johnson intends to sign. Even if that's the case, he's not jumping in. I don't, is he jumping into the NHL next year? We have like almost, we have very little in terms of depth. 
defensively in our pipeline. Like, even if Ryan Johnson signs, like, your depth right now is Jacob Bryson, Cal Clegg, and Riley Stillman. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Even if Ryan Johnson does sign, I just don't look at this as, you know, a move you don't make because you're going to get Ryan, Ryan Johnson uh, at the end of the college season. I just don't, I don't agree with that. Uh, it's just what defenseman are, I mean, I, I'm not even looking at that right now. I'm just too depressed. Angry Dwight is elite. I have to imagine there's some combo of Chikrin wanting Ottawa uh, and the Yotes being scared that they left holding him and get nothing. Who knows with them? Um, did Dorian get dirt on people this summer to bring cat for a bag of pucks and Chikrin for the stick? I, I don't know. I really don't. Kevin has won our 0506 cup and still finding ways to make this team and this fan base suffer. I know. I know. Maybe Lisa and by a minority stake in the team. (laughs) If you know, you know, Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, to me, and I, again, I don't mean to come off as a guy who's just up here fucking blowing his gasket and just, you know, losing his voice, screaming at the camera. But like, and again, I, I was never all in on Jacob Chikrin. I just never was like, I didn't need Jacob Chikrin because I always knew what it would take to get Jacob Chikrin. But now that I hear that this is what it took to get Jacob Chikrin, I'm fuming. I'm fuming because that is a huge position of need for this hockey team. A huge position of need. He's literally had good things to say about Buffalo in the past. He has. Unless I hear from Kevin Adams tomorrow that Jacob Chikrin just flat out doesn't want to, doesn't intend to re-sign here after those two years are up. I, I, I'm sorry. This is inexcusable to me. This tells me that this te- that this GM is being told no because he fits the bill for everything you talked about with, with uh, Pierre Lebrun, with the athletic. He fits the bill to a T. He's not just a rental. He's here, he's here for two more years. He's a low-cost player playing a very valuable position for you, a position of need. Something tells me that he's being told not to spend. I don't know, man. I just... I think there are some signs that point to it. I really do. And this is just depressing because if you're sure there could be, there could be other moves out there. Sure. There could be, maybe there is, maybe there is, but if you weren't willing to pay this premium, if if that's even what you want to call it for a guy like Jacob chicken, who's going to slot in and help you immediately in your top, in your top two pairing. And right now, especially with Darlene being out at least for one more game, maybe two. Um, yeah, yeah. It makes me think that it makes me think that you're being told you can't spend, and it makes me think that if you're not willing to pay that premium, what makes me believe that you're willing to pay another premium for a player for a similar need? Find me in terms of value for what Ottawa just paid for Jacob Chikrin. Find me another player out there for how good Jacob Chikrin is in terms of the value that he got, that they got. You're not. You're just not. Arizona was backed into a corner. The market was thin now because they waited too long. They felt they had to deal him. They've been sitting him. So they were losing leverage. They were losing leverage with every single trade. And he went for a first, a conditional second, and a second. That's what he went for? 
the biggest prize on the market now for over a year in terms of defensemen, that's what he went for? Fuck out of here. And I just, I don't even know anymore. I really don't. It's just like, what do you even say? What do you do? Like at this point, it, it, it just feels that the seat with that move or that lack of their move, I'm not going to say the season is lost, but it tells me the GM isn't really serious about making the playoffs this year. That's, that's the most disheartening thing to me. That's the most disheartening thing is that he can say everything he wants about wanting to make the right moves, a hockey trade, not a rental. You can tell me all that, but this move right here, or lack thereof, tells me he isn't serious about getting this team to the playoffs. Because it wouldn't have costed you the boatload you thought it was going to cost. And it would help you get to the playoffs. You have games in hand. You're only, I think it's three points back still. Might be more. I, I can't remember uh, the late games last night. <clears throat> but, I don't know, man. I just, I just, uh... I don't know. I don't know. More more comments here. Uh, the kid is from Ottawa, dude. I think it helped. Isn't Jacob Chickard from what? I, I thought, hold on. Hold on. Jacob Chickard was born in Florida. He's not from Ottawa. In fact, going to his elite prospects page. He has is dual citizenship, but he grew up playing he grew up playing in America. Well, you know, he did he played for he played 16U in the US. He played in juniors in in, in uh Toronto. Played in Sart played played in the O. But still, he's he's he has dual citizenship. He was born in Florida, so I wouldn't say he's exactly from Ottawa. Whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just uh, I'm just I'm just blown away by all this. I don't know. I need someone else to yell it with me. Um, this is this is depressing. As a Sabres fan, this is very very depressing because. This is telling me from my GM, or from my GM, that he really isn't serious about about making the playoffs this year. That you sold these fans on all this hope uh, that you want the right players, you you want to build a culture of winning, blah 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 blah. They're all buzzwords. That's what they're all buzzwords, right? Yeah, sure, maybe this team gets to the playoffs next year. That should be the expectation. But if you're showing me now that you're not willing to make moves to get this team to the playoffs, this year, like why am I supposed to have faith? faith in you in, in the off season. If you are, if you can't spend money now, why would I expect you to spend money in the off season? What, what are you, what are you going to go get? Who, who are you going to go get? Like you want to got Riley Stillman. Don't worry. He's going to fix all our problems. Can't wait to see Riley. Cannot wait to see Riley in the lineup. That's going to be fad fucking tastic. It's going to be awesome. When we see Riley Stillman, Riley Stillman, that. If that's the big, if that's the big, if that's the big takeaway from from trade deadline in 2023 for the Buffalo Sabers, I was talking about getting re, renewing our seasons with my dad. Fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. 
Like, I need my GM to be serious about wanting to get to the playoffs this year when you're this close and you have the fans back and you have our, we, our, our hearts are in it again. Our hearts are in it again. We haven't been this, like, we haven't been this, we haven't been this involved with this team in at least five years. Like, this emotionally invested in this team in at least five years. And you have an opportunity to show us that, yes, I mean, business, this is a this is a deal for now and it's a deal for the future. Because it'll be here for two more years. And on top of that, and on top of that, he's a guy, he's a guy, uh, it's only going to cost you four and a half million a year. It's not going to cost us the, you know, it's not going to sell the house for this. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. Sabres hockey is officially back, man. Oh, and now we got, now we have the Bruins. Now we have the Bruins without Dalid and without Tuck. Don't worry. Riley Stillman should make his debut though. We'll have Riley Stillman for the Bruins. That fucking guy with 24% wins against replacement. He'll fix the issue. I'm sure. <laughs> Go ahead to head with Linus and Olmark. If they even start him, if they were to take us seriously. Even though we beat them last time, I, unbelievable, man. I don't even know. I, I I really don't. I'm just uh, I'm blown away by all this. Just I'm just blown away. And for me, man, I really just wanted playoff hockey this year. I really did. I really wanted playoff hockey this year. It's been eleven years, man. It's been eleven fucking years. And this, that's what this move tells me. That's what this move tells me, that he's just not serious. He's just not serious about uh, – he's just not serious about playoffs this year. And that's disheartening because we're playing games that matter right now. Like, no goaltending, no def- – after your top pairing, no consistent defenseman. You know, Owen Power, yeah, he's out there playing 25-plus minutes a night, but his other partner, Henry Yoki Haru, he's a trash can. He, he, he's a walking, talking, skating trash can. The plan to start the season wasn't to have Yoki Haru playing with Owen Power. We saw that, that at the end of the season last year that wasn't going to work. So you bring in Labushkin. Labushkin doesn't work. You can't find a guy to play with Power. But here was one. Here was a guy. Could only cost four million four point five against the cap. Unbelievable value for a player like that. And it only costs Ottawa a first, a second, and a second. That that to me is just inexcusable. You can't tell me if you're a, a GM that's serious about getting this team to the playoffs and still sticking to the plan, and you don't make that move. That tells me you're not really all that serious about making the playoffs. And it brings that conspiracy Sabres conspiracy theorist out of me again. That are you being told not to? Are you being told not to? Is this team for sale? Is a minority stake of this team for sale? Because this just does not make sense to me that they wouldn't be willing to spend four and a half, eat that salary for the. I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I'm blown away by all this. Really, really, really am. Um, I just don't think there's anything excusing. Um, them not here. We got some more updates here from, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Vegas Golden Knights acquiring Teddy Bluger for, uh, a third in 2024. 
Oh, cool. Uh, from David Pagnota, speaking with those around the league, Canes and Caps, did not need, did not, let me see, did not need any retention from Arizona in the Chikrin deal, but the price was still too high. Um, when they pivoted and others like LA pulled out of the race, Sense swooped in after balking a few times at the original price. But how is that the original price? Like, how is that the original price, man? Like, it's, a, it's just unbelievable to me. Putting out fake press releases that, oh, we called in on Chikrin. Like, yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Unbelievable. On behalf of the... <laughs> we have acquired the Sabres. <laughs> we have acquired a third-round pick for goaltender Eric Portillo. For the rights to Eric Portillo. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Now we have a third. Now we have nine picks in the draft because that's important. Fucking unbelievable, dude. It's so unbelievable. I'm just so just so fed up with this fucking hockey organization. Uh, let me see. More comments. Start using the term I use already when something goes wrong. God, but fucking damn it, right? Yeah, go sons go. Cool, Paul. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah. Not like your organization has been a fucking dumpster fire for how many years? I can't believe it, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Not spending is no excuse. Sends are openly for sale. Got to drop that thought process, in my opinion. Yeah, that's great. But, I mean, when your owner also owns the Bills, like, it's not it's not, it's not, not like he doesn't have ties to this community. With He, he owns the Bills. Like, he doesn't want to spend the money. This team has hemorrhaged hemorrhaged and done nothing but lost money for ownership for a decade. If they're going to sell, I mean, that what you do, what do you do when you sell? You liquidate, you don't spend. And I imagine, and again, not to bring her in this, but like, I imagine the situation with his wife, that's not easy. He can't run both teams. She, she was a big integral part to the day-to-day operations, or at least we were made to believe of the, of the Buffalo Sabres. And she ha- she's not able to do that job. That's why they brought in this guy for Fidelity Investments of all places to be the COO. Like, what experience does that guy have in running a hockey team? None. Or in hockey in general? None. To me, that's a guy that's brought in to possibly help oversee a sale. That's just my opinion. Oh, guys. Um... I mean, I might as well go over the rest of the trades today, right? <laughs> you know, uh, big day for trades, um, for sure. So, I don't know. So, other trades that were made today outside of the last two we've just been talking about. Obviously, uh, Red Wings have traded defenseman Philip Hornick to the uh, Vancouver Canucks along with a fourth-round pick in 2023 for a first and a second-round pick in 2023 this year's draft. Uh, obviously Arizona dealt Shane Gossisbear to Carolina for a third round pick in 2026. Uh, we saw Corpus Allo get traded, uh, to the, um, the LA Kings in exchange, uh, for, uh, picks and, uh, actually no, yeah, picks and, uh, Jonathan Quick, um, Washington Cattles traded Lars Eller to the Colorado Avalanche for a second round pick, um, just look it up and down. Again, the last 48 hours have been absolutely bananas. Uh, the full deal. Uh, 
Columbus trades goaltender Jonas Corposalo and defenseman Vladislav uh, Gavrikov to the Los Angeles Kings for Johnny Quick, a first-round pick, and a third-round pick. Absolute robbery, in my opinion. Uh, and just, obviously, uh, we went over all the deals from yesterday. Um, listen, I just don't foresee any big splash. and We didn't even need a big splash. But him not being in on this deal with all of the assets and all of the equity that we have, much more than Ottawa, just tells me that don't expect anything. And I, I, I'm glad this happened because now I'm not going to expect anything. I'm just going to expect nothing. I'm not going to get upset. There's no way I could get any more upset from here on out. There's just no way. Like, there's just no way. I heard something about JVR earlier. I mean, if you're not willing to spend this on Jacob Chickard, I'm not really foresee you going to get uh, JVR. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, you know, I lost faith in this deadline. I mean, if, if you're not in on that, and they're not even talking about Buffalo. Like, they're not even, they're, nobody's even saying that Buffalo was even real in real talks. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I missed Tim Murray because Tim Murray made a lot of bad decisions. But you also can't convince me that even though they dropped, the, it was Tim Murray that dropped the ball on, on drafting Chikrin, given the chance that they have a do-over here that he would have paid that price for Jacob Shikern 1,000%. I, I, I'm just convinced Kevin's being told no. I, I, that's my opinion. You know, that he says he's running the team and has all the blessing to make all the decisions, but you can't tell me that you couldn't have had that guy for a slightly better price than what Ottawa paid, and you still could have stuck to the plan. You still could have stuck to the plan. Um, <sighs> I, I don't know. And I see a lot of pal off on Tane comments in here. Listen, guys, I'm not going to stick around for much longer. I, I, I can only rant and yell so much. But uh, just remember, this has been brought to you by uh, Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case over on George River Boulevard. Um, sorry for all the yelling. Sorry for the swearing and all that. But I just, I, I, I just, as the day went on and you saw the market to get thinner and thinner on Jacob Chickren because you saw Ekholm go um, – to the Oilers, Gossespair was moved, you know, like all, you know, you know, these players were, these players were, these teams were, you know, that were originally in on defensemen were making moves because the price, you know, was too high that Arizona, there's, there's just no way that was their original asking price. There's just no way. A conditional second, a second and a first. The original asking price was a lot higher. It was higher than that. So they took less than what they wanted. They did. That's what they did here. I don't know what the conditions are on that second round pick, but they took less than what they were asking for here. And uh, yeah, we had more than enough to compensate that asking price uh, or better, at least the one Ottawa was willing to offer. I mean, I've seen stories about, you know, small ties that Chickren has had to Buffalo back from his combine Buffalo, like good things he had to say about the ownership and the team and the, and the city. Uh, so I can't sit here and be believe that, oh, there's no way Jacob Trickett would have wanted to play here. I, I don't believe that unless he comes straight from him. Um, yeah, I don't know. So you got, I don't know, we had 7 o'clock right now, 7.16. Uh, I, I'm not going to do the math. We have like, you know, I don't know, 40 hours, something like that, till uh, – Something like that, like, was it like 40, 42 hours or something like that until uh, the trade deadline? I don't know. Um, 
that's definitely less than that. But um, I'll hang up and listen. Listen, guys, this has been real. I appreciate you guys all hopping on with me. Um, I'll, before I just look at the rest of the Sabres schedule here real quick before uh, I let you go, just because I'm just curious of what Buffalo is going to have to deal with without Darlene and without – I know it's Boston, but uh, and we, we new, new Buffalo Sabre. New Buffalo Saver Riley still been here to save the day. So the Sabres schedule from here on out, next five games, you have the Bruins uh, at Boston. Even I mean, we play better away, so maybe that's a good thing. Uh, and then you come back home uh, against Tampa Bay, who you just beat, but you beat him with Darlene in the lineup and talk. Uh, and then you go back on the road. I'm sorry, no, you're still at home against the Oilers. You go back on the road against the Isles. Uh, a team that's, you know, fighting tooth and nail for a playoff spot. And then Dallas, another team that's going to be, that is, you know, a contender. The Rangers after that, the Maple Leafs after that, the Capitals, the Flyers, the Bruins again. It's not going to get any easier, man. I, I only see a small handful of winnable games at face value here. I'm not saying that, that they can't beat Boston again, that they can't beat Tampa again. But at face value, you know, you know, skill-wise, like at looking at these matchups, I see looking at winnable, like, games you should win 100%. I only see a small handful here. <laughs> he could have really, really used Jacob Chikrin. Uh Is defending your angst? A little delayed. What I meant by the sale being no excuse is defending your angst. It's a deal any potential buyer would love. Yeah, I mean, if I understand what you're saying, yeah. Um Anybody who wants to buy a team would probably love to have a Jacob Chikrin on their team for four and a half million. But that four and a half million as of right now is coming out of, out of their pockets. It's not coming out of a new buyer's pocket. It's coming out of their pockets. That's why I say, like, I I just don't, I I just think he's being told no. I think he's being told no. So guys, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, Remember this has been brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case over on Georgia Boulevard. Uh, don't haste, buy a case for all of your Sabres game, uh, game night needs. And, uh, let's go Sabres. Yeah. Go Buffalo. Hey everybody. This is Dwayne from two goalies on Mike, a show where we give you a behind the mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now you might be thinking, Hey Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we bring in coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Come on, let's go to the blue hotel.
the podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.